1: for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Three cheers for His Majesty
0: the King. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it is our last episode of the year. We're closing out... How? I know. We're closing out 2023 with a bang. We have a great episode planned for you guys. But first, our housekeeping reminders, as always, I'm Roberta. I'm Rachel. And... Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. Don't forget to send us a note, info at gallerypodcast.com. We love, love, love hearing from our listeners, and we have a lot of fun listener notes to get to today. Rachel, what else is on top?
1: I think first and foremost, just how are we on the cusp of 2024? 2023 was such a blur and so much happened. As you said, we have a lot to get into this week. We are off, but pre-recorded something Quite special for you, Rorose, our dear Rorose. It is a special end of year edition of Royal Highs and Lows from 2023. But just for this, we've rebranded and we're calling them our Crowns and Frowns. That's so cute and clever. And now
0: it's time for the weekly Royal Cocktail. All right. Well, I can't take credit for the naming convention, but I do love crowns and frowns. Our highs and lows of 2023. But first, we always leave time for a special royal refreshment, and this episode is no different. To close out the year, we are sipping on what else? Bubbly. Bubbly. Cheers. I have my beautiful. Actually, these are my grandmother's oh champagne glasses. Oh my gosh, Roberta. Etched glass. I know. I love them so much. Wait, can I like you hold we it we up so they have them. a
1: little? It's etched on the side. What is the it's detailing? It's it
0: with a gorgeous like of hibiscus flowers. Isn't that so pretty? That is so
1: stunning. I know this is the time of year to get out all the festive glassware, all the stuff that you keep on the top shelf. Like just go nuts.
0: Go nuts. The champagne glasses that you never use until New Year's. Like it has to be done. It has to be done. Yes. Cheers, Roberta. Cheers. I know, just
1: a quick toast to you, too. This is just such a joy. I feel so privileged that we have another year to look back on, that we've done this together week after week after week. And a lot of stuff has come at us this year, but we have still sustained. And I'm super proud of us always.
0: It's really mind boggling to know that this is our third year that we're closing out together. It's just incredible. And to us, not just to me, to you, to us and all of our listeners, this community. It's just been so incredible. Again, another year in the books that's Been amazing. So let's reflect back on it.
1: Yes. Well, as we requested from all of you, we asked you to send us via email, DM, carrier pigeon, whatnot, send (laughs) us your favorite royal moments of 2023. We got so many wonderful ones. I'm going to read a couple. Roberta's going to read a few. So we'll just go through them. As quickly as we can, but there there were some good ones we wanted to get to. So Amy wrote us via email. She says she's a first-time emailer, long-time listener. Her top moment of 2023 is a big one. She flew solo to London for the coronation and met Kate. She writes, Once I found out the Waleses would be doing a pub visit in Soho, I knew I had to go. She showed up three hours prior to their arrival, by the way. Princess Catherine did a walkabout on our side and was amazing. She was warm, approachable, and truly a delight to chat with. Amy writes, I'm sure you remember the topic of flower crown or tiara, and I even asked her what she would wear. She, of course, didn't answer, but shared a knowing laugh. Highlight for us, of course, is that we also got to meet Amy at our Roro meetup in London, which was so fantastic, and we'll get into that later, but that was such a special highlight of 2023 for us.
0: It really was. I know that we've all seen these photos of Kate in front of the pub that she was at in that red coat, but to have... Amy has a picture with Kate next to her, and it's just incredible.
1: And some video, too. We also got this email from Tara. She seconds Amy that the coronation was her highlight of 2023. She says, I just love the spectacle of it all. The tiaras, the horses, the excitement. My bestie and I sincerely hope that one day we can take our future daughters to William and Kate's quarry and pass down this royal obsession that our Roro community shares. Aww. I know. Daughters, sons, anyone that will want to attend. I'm fully planning to pass this on to Finn <laughs>
0: to bring Finn oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh yes
1: yes Teresa also wrote us and I feel like you don't need anything more than this but she said for 2023 all the Prince Louis moments I feel like that's yours Roberta right that that's has to it. be top of your list top we can of the, end list, the episode sure. right here Prince Louis mic drop Prince Louis mic drop yep
0: We also got some listener DMs and Instagram replies. My Anique, that's a beautiful name, said Megan and Harry's Beyonce appearances were her favorite moment of the year. She said freedom looks good on them. Katie wrote Kate's headpiece at the quarry. Kellyanne said Invictus. Carrie said the spare release, which I can't believe that was this year. I
1: cannot believe that was this year, Roberta.
0: (laughs) It's been decades. Almost exactly a year ago. Yeah. Court said, seeing the whales as kids at the coronation. A lot of the replies were the coronation, of course, and all the Louis moments. Again, Tammy said, Princess Beatrice wearing the York tiara. Royal jet set said, "Rugby pod, the rugby pod with William and Kate. Oh, yes. I forgot about this, but Princess Anne and Mike Tyndall joined them too, and that was really fun. And then Aaron wrote Trooping the Color because I was in London for it. I was right on the barracks for the parade and was able to get both Sophie and Charlotte's attention and got waves from both of them, and made eye contact with them, which, incredible. What a a moment. You must have been so close. And a last one, Prince George's 10th birthday portrait. We got so, so many submissions for
1: this. Thank you guys all so
0: much for writing in. Those were such good.
1: I know. It's so fun to reflect back. So much has happened. It's just unreal every year with the royals. All right, Rachel, are
0: you ready to count down our favorite moments of 2023 with our crowns and frowns? I am,
1: but you are in charge of the timer this year because I feel like we did this either last year or the year before, and remember, I totally botched it and looked at we the had little, clock. We had a little timing
0: snafu. All right, starting the clock in. Oh, and we're going to switch back between crown and frown. Ten royal moments, some good, not so great. So are you ready? we are going to kick us recap. off. Yes, you're I'm kicking us off. off.
1: All right, right, three. Two, one. Okay, our first crown, going to London for the coronation. That kind of trumps everything for me. What do you think?
0: I mean, it was. It was amazing. We were there with the Roros at the listener meetup at our hotel. It was just... So incredible to be there in person. We
1: ran into Rose Chumley. the rain on the coronation day. I feel like the concert was such a memory for me. Do you remember all the things that felt so lucky too?
0: Like getting in at the last moment at that seating area
1: to watch it on the big screen? And right
0: then they closed it. Yes, totally. So serendipitous. Amazing. Getting
1: back to our hotel room and seeing the flyover, right? We were so soaked and the flyover came through. We could see it out our window. So many lucky moments. Yep. All right, frown. The royal racist scandal major for me. I feel like for both of us, just I think what's so complicated about it, too, I just wanted to say one thing is that even though we now allegedly have someone to point a finger at, it's still and we don't have context there. I still feel like this is feels like everyone's placing singular blame versus still tackling the systemic racism problem that continues to prohibit progress for the monarchy.
0: Yeah, the whole endgame fallout, too. I think that that was really it was really sad to see the tabloids make an enemy out of someone that me- never meant for this to happen. I'm talking about Omit, of course. I just thought that that was really horrible how that all played out. All right, moving on to A Crown, which was, again, us getting to meet Fergie. We went to London this year and we met Sarah, the Duchess of York, at the 92nd Street Y in New York City at her book signing. It was just incredible. She did a, a little talk, an interview with someone on stage. It was so amazing. And we did meet some Roros
1: there as well. We did. We did. I think just in general, Fergie, too. Shout out for her podcast this year. There was a lot of general granny joy from Fergie this year. And <laughs> I just, was. I was really enjoying it. And I hope that there is a talk show contract in 2024.
0: And her taking care of the Queen's corgis. Oh, like, yes. She posts about that a lot so as well. Great. And that's
1: like a big highlight for her year. So it was so
0: fun to meet her. The frown, though, on the flip side of this coin. Big Prince one. Andrew just being in the spotlight for some of these Daily Mail photos, for the paparazzi photos, and then those bathtub photos that made the front page. I know.
1: I had to look back on this, Roberta. It was basically Ghislaine Maxwell's acquaintances restaged the size of the bathtub to prove that it was too small for any activities that were described to happen, allegedly. Just yuck, 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 yuck. I can't believe that happened this year. Andrew's just a general disappointment. I guess he's the frown.
0: Yes, yes, just in general. And I think, too, seeing him attend Charles's Christmas luncheon recently, we had photos of him going there. And just, I don't know, there's a lot of fallout So I think there's a lot more to come about the Epstein stuff. So oh, yes, it-
1: new names released. Yeah, definitely. I hate that he still has a foot in the door. Yeah, which is unfortunate. All right, crown, spare. We agree with everyone that DM'd us that emailed us. The release of Spare happened in January of this year, 2023, and we just still can't believe the value of a first-person royal account is so massive. I feel like that's the underscore for me of why this is a crown.
0: I think this makes me a little sad, even though it's kind of a high, because I just don't think we'll get another royal memoir for a very long time. I really don't think Meghan's going to write one. I might be wrong. I might you know, be uh, swallowing my words this time next year, but I just don't... It's just like you said. It's it's an incredible value to us as royal watchers to have Harry's firsthand account. I just it's it's once in a generation because Diana's and now Harry's. So
1: I know, and it just will forever flavor our royal perspective, even if you're skeptical of it. And so much detail was shared. It's so it's a valuable piece of context. Frown. The New York City car chase did happen this year, and I think it was just in general a bumpier year for the Sussexes. They had their Spotify deal that wrapped up this year. I still feel like when I think about that car chase, how that evolved and it was, you know, Megan had that glittering gold dress and it was supposed to be this very celebratory occasion. And then it unraveled with that gargantuan PR mess. And a lot of questions even from New Yorkers wondering about how the logistics of that went. And it it just went in a direction that it shouldn't have.
0: Yeah. And it was post, I think it was right after the announcement that she had signed with WME. And so it went from such a high to such a low because it was a big press debacle for them i feel like their team that was a big misstep in terms of how everything went down and the way they described it versus the way the police described it it was just it was and even the mayor described it yeah
1: Yeah, how are we doing on time how are we doing on time we're doing great we're actually way ahead of schedule i know i'm nervous (laughs) i'm super nervous i'm actually really proud of us number seven already
0: i know another crown this year at number seven Queen Camilla's jewelry
1: rotation. I'm giving her snaps. I mean, come on, you have to, right?
0: This is kind of a dark horse for us because I know that we don't, we do shout out Camilla actually a lot this year, but I do feel like she deserves some recognition for the jewelry she's worn. It's been so stunning at all these banquets. And I really do feel like Charles has handed her the keys to the royal vault.
1: I totally agree. It's super complicated. I agree. But I I feel like it is so wonderful to see so many of these family jewels on display and also shows we continually talk about is the continuity. Yeah. You know, it's like from one monarch to the next. And do you have a favorite tiara that she's worn, Roberta?
0: Well, I was just thinking her signature seems to now be, and this is just like, you know, two times in a row does not make a trend, but the Girls of Great Britain and Ireland tiara if she wears that again, I feel like that is going to be one that she just repeatedly dons for these big occasions. So that'll be interesting to see good if that's on her. just like Kate has the lover's knot, this could be Camilla's Lovers not. Yes. And we just got so many royal tiaras in general. The Strathmore tiara that Kate wore, which was yes. broken out of the royal vault for, well, 100 years or something, and had been buried. So, and the York tiara on Princess Beatrice, like someone mentioned. So, yes. Yeah, All right. The frown, number eight, coming in at number eight, a low of the year is that the crown is ending. This is actually, we're just pretty sad that there won't be any more crown. Did you see the New York Times had a quiz this morning about the crown? No. How well you know? It? Yes, oh, you gotta I gotta be taking it that this. as
1: soon as I hang up with you. Oh my gosh. I know, it's just such a journey. And also, you know, thinking about specifically season six, Diana's death was so hard to relive. Like, that's a part of why this is a frown for me. And I'm just sad to see the series go. I do have question marks about if there will be spin-offs, because I have seen interviews where Peter Morgan kind of hints at that and maybe he would do a prequel. He wants to go way back in time if he did it. I just oh, I, I don't know. That. Like, could you envision a crown movie like the way Downton Abbey like spun off into those two, you know, back to back movies? Would you be here for that or no?
0: Oh, I would be so here for that. I'd also be here for like you said way back in history, like Queen Victoria. Yes, yes. He just does, he handles all of the royal stories, I think, really well. I will say that, you know, season six was a little bit more of a disappointment than I thought it would be, but I still enjoy it. Who am I kidding? It's still still such fun watching.
1: I know. Okay. Number nine coming in hot at the end, but it's kind of a huge one. Royal fashion. I mean, this is a range, right? We have Charlotte in those sunglasses at Wimbledon, Megan's Invictus looks, which was just a masterclass. Those opera gloves that we were both on board with at the BAFTAs and the sheep sweater auction happened this year, which we got to see live in person and Almost touch because there wasn't a case, but we did not touch. We want to go on the record and say there.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Southby's. I will say honorable mention. Now that you mentioned the BAFTAs, is the butt tap because that was the butt oh, tap her right. around
1: the world. That, that doesn't have fall been into old fashion. Entry. But. Gosh, what are we even thinking?
0: <laughs> I know. I did. I ugh, all of the fashion and seeing all of the kids too in their
1: cute little clothes and I know George is so grown especially. up this year. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like that Christmas portrait. Our final frown. I hate that we're ending on a frown kind of, but it's a reflective. We still have a minute left. Oh my gosh, well good, because this is a reflective frown. We just really are missing the candy colored fashion from the queen. This year in September, we marked one year since her passing. It's a huge milestone, a huge milestone for Charles as well. And I just think he's doing his best, but that sort of pop of color that we always got, you know, it's a totally different monarchy with men at the helm and, and all of that. So I think that it's a reflective, a time to reflect on that.
0: I will say that I do think, you know, Camilla and Kate have carried the torch a little bit in terms of we saw Kate in that stunning bright green ensemble for Trooping the Color. And then Camilla has worn those bright pinks, which I know you yes. love, Rachel. Love so em. they are, you know, infusing that feeling and that Rainbow queenness into some of their fashions. But it is, it's Queen Elizabeth II's absence is still felt so hard by us royal. Yes.
1: Do we actually have time to spare right now? What's happening to us? Let's do honorable mentions just off the cuff, should we? We have 30 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Honorable Honorable mentions.
0: We should have said Prince Louis gets his own crown.
1: Yes, he does get his own crown. But that's
0: obvious. That's a given. So we didn't include it. Oh,
1: oh my gosh. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. Um, I do feel like the Beyonce appearances, like all the metallic, Harry just kind of grooving. Like, I think all of that was so fantastic.
0: I do think, too, we mentioned this already, but WME, Megan, what's next on the horizon? A frown for that would be also that, you know, we didn't get the launch of at Megan on Instagram. Which oh, total I frown. I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat because I
1: that has to be her handle. It just has to be. Yeah, I know. I know. Do we throw the Clever Brands video in as a as a crown while we have a little bit of time? Because that was so nerdy and fun. We're
0: we're 15 seconds over now. Oh, shoot. We're out. (laughs) We got to cut it. We got a Clever Clever Brands. Stop Stop the clock. 1022. That's not bad. That's really not
1: bad. 2023, Roberta, a toast again to you. I just couldn't do this without you. A toast to both of us. This podcast to Judy, Judy, our producer. To Judy, Cheers. our producer.
0: I think we barely even scratched the surface of what 2023 was, though. Just
1: our whole I know. London trip If we missed anything, highs. please continue to DM. Stay in touch. We love hearing from you. This community is so, so special to us. And I hope that you feel that through the airwaves as we connect each week.
0: Yes, and happy new year to all of you. Just a reminder before we close leave us a royal review. We can start the year out right in 2024 by reading some wonderful reviews and five stars ratings, please. This one is actually a note from Josephina. She says, I'm a teacher of English as a second language from a small coastal city in Argentina. I just wanted to write a short email to let you know how much I enjoy your honest, unbiased, and wonderful podcast. I have a few students who also share our love for the royals, and we bond over the episodes while they
1: practice their English. I can't thank you both enough. Sending all my love to you girls, Josephine. I mean, that is the most special note of all time. How incredible. That is just amazing to hear.
0: I love that the students will know the words royal and tiara before they might learn some other vocabulary. They're important (laughs) vocab words. Come on. It is. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram. The handle is at royallyobsessedpodcast. Send us an email, info at gallerypodcast.com.